Hey and welcome back to another episode of the MTB Fitness Podcast. So MTB Fitness is an online mountain biking business that helps riders all over the world. We've currently got customers in 43 countries. We reach a million mountain bikers every month on social media. Big following of 170,000 mountain bikers. We essentially focus on helping your everyday rider get fitter, faster and stronger on the bike. The main way we do that is we're putting out a absolute ton of content every single day on Facebook, on Instagram. I send free daily emails and there's also a Facebook group which is the MTB Fitness community where you can meet like-minded riders. And I also sell training programs. So there's a 12-week training program and the 16-week advanced program which is the follow-on to the 12-week program that's available on the website and there's also the stupidly simple nutrition for mountain bikers guide which is essentially a nutrition guide which tells you everything you need to know about what to eat as a mountain biker for all kinds of goals if you want to check any of those things out go to mtb.fitness or just google mtb fitness now this podcast is essentially an extension of everything that i do at mtb fitness so it's focused on giving you as much value as possible. You can listen to this in the car. You can listen to this while you're training. You can listen to this while you're stretching or walking the dog. And I want to just get in your ear holes, really, and educate you and motivate you and just give you as much value as I possibly can. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about weight loss. So weight loss specific to mountain bikers. It's a thing that I know a lot of people struggle with and I really want to dive into it over the next kind of 30 minutes and teach you about weight loss, about how to lose weight, about how to lose weight whilst keeping your energy up, about how to stick at it long term, how to measure your progress and all everything really around weight loss. So if you need to lose weight, whether it's a couple of pounds or a few stone for my foreign listeners, um, a few kilograms, stick around. You'll really, really benefit from this episode. Okay, weight loss. So this is something that a ton of mountain bikers that I speak to really want to do, but a lot of people struggle with it. Um, I think 70% of the population in the UK today are overweight or obese, 70%. So that's a hell of a lot. Now, bearing in mind that some of that 30% who aren't overweight will just genetically be really slim and be able to eat whatever they want. That's a lot, a lot of people. So most people kind of don't get this right. Now, I'm sure within mountain bikers, because we're such an active bunch, those rates of kind of overweightness, if that's a word, or obesity will be less. But either way, if you're listening to this and you want to lose weight, you're not alone. And there are absolutely things you can do to really, really benefit you. So I'm going to talk about those things. So I think, first of all, it'll help if you know a little bit more about me and kind of where I'm coming from. So I'm currently 26, if you're listening to this, and I've been a personal trainer since I was 18. So straight out of college, I decided to become a PT and I joined a company called Profit Personal Training. And essentially, they teach you how to become the best personal trainer possible. So you pay a fortune to be there. I think it was £1,100 a month, so £1,100 a month every month just to be at the company. And as part of that, you can train clients out of a gym, and you also get tons of education on a weekly basis. So you're getting taught by the best people in the industry on 
how to help your clients get stronger, how to help your clients lose weight, about nutrition, about training. So I was there for three years and over that time I helped people lose, you know, all my one-to-one clients, I helped them lose an absolute ton of weight if they needed to, you know, hundreds of clients over that time and we got some really, really good results. Then after that, I work now, so for the last four years, I've run MTB Fitness and I also still work one-to-one with clients two and a half days a week, a lot of which still want to lose weight. So over the last kind of eight years, I've had a lot of experience of working with people one-to-one and through MTB Fitness who want to lose weight and you kind of see the same patterns come up and up and up. So there's a lot we can talk about today. I think the first place to start is understanding why you want to lose weight. So if you kind of if this podcast has kind of piqued your interest, you could have been in a few different mindsets. You might be where you're absolutely certain you want to lose weight. You want to do everything you can possibly do to get rid of the weight and that's it. Or you might be at the other end of the spectrum where you're like, yeah, I think I want to lose weight. I think it would probably benefit me. I kind of want to do it, but you're not completely sold. The first thing when it comes to losing weight is getting yourself into a mindset that you are absolutely certain that you want to lose weight. You know, you need to really, really want it. And the way that you do that is you need to spend a little bit of time thinking about why you want to. If you've been overweight for a while, you can get to a point where you kind of persuade yourself it's not that important. So you can say things like, yeah, I'm not too bad. Yeah, but look at Mike across the street. He's twice the size of me. Um, you can compare yourself to others to make yourself feel better. You can say, I'm not too bad. I feel okay. I could be worse. But really, if you're listening to this, you probably want to lose some weight and you need to get it from kind of like a bit of a want where you kind of want to lose some weight to I absolutely need to lose weight. If I said to you, right, if you don't lose two stone if you don't lose 20 kilos in the next year you're gonna die i'm gonna shoot you in the face (laughs) then suddenly your motivation goes from a kind of want to do it to an absolutely 100 percent. i can do this and you know i can almost guarantee that you would lose more than 20 kilos because you'd be so focused on it the only difference there is the fact that you've taken it from a kind of want to do it to uh, i absolutely have to do this this is an absolute must for me now So obviously, you're probably not going to get to that same point of motivation of I'm going to die if I don't lose the weight. But what you can do is just get to the point where it's that... Sorry, just bash the mic. A bit uncomfy. If you're driving and it made a loud noise, I (laughs) apologise. You need to get to the point where you really, really, really need to lose the weight and you're really motivated to do it. So the way you do that is by spending some time sitting down and really thinking about why you want to lose it. Did you recently go on a holiday where your pants felt tight and you didn't want to take your top off by the pool? Did it feel pretty crappy, for example? If that was something that happened, really zone in on that feeling and think about why you felt like that, how important it is to you that you don't feel like that again, how crappy it felt. You know, if it's doing things like you're going riding with your friends and you're at the back of the pack and it takes you forever to keep up and you really don't like that feeling you feel a bit embarrassed about it and you want to just be able to ride at the front of the pack with the rest of your mates don't ignore that feeling zone in on that feeling and use that pain to motivate you because when you want that biscuit at night you need those real strong drivers to help you to do it so the first thing with weight loss before you look at any tactics of how to train and what to eat and everything else around it is you need to get the mental side of it nailed. So you need to make sure that you really understand why you want to lose the weight, you understand why it's so important to you, and you turn that kind of want into an absolute need, like I absolutely need to lose weight. 
I think it's important to remember that it will really, really benefit your riding. You know, even if you only have three kilos to lose. Like, people spend hundreds of pounds, thousands of pounds on getting the lightest possible bike, but they don't put as much energy, or some people don't put as much energy into losing weight from the body. And that's the biggest place you can, the most important place you can lose it from. Like, you are the engine of your bike, and the less weight you have to carry up that hill, the better. And the better your body works, because it's leaner, and fitter and it's more efficient the better you're going to feel way better on the bike and um, so it really really will benefit you but if you're listening to this you probably already kind of know that you need to lose weight so just get it to a point where it goes from a kind of want to do it to a yeah i really need to do it the next kind of um, step i would say after that is actually believing that you can do it so you want to set some goals first of all of right i need to lose 20 kilos i need to lose x amount of weight i need to fit into x clothes size and set a real goal and put a date on it so you might want to say right by christmas i'm going to be x weight something like that something really objective that you can aim towards really helps and then you need to get yourself to a point where you can believe you can do it. Because if you tried to lose weight before and you've really struggled, you might persuade yourself that you're not meant to lose weight. It's not going to happen. Um, you can't do it. You're just meant to be overweight. You're big bones. You've got a slow metabolism. You're just a fat one. All of those things are just excuses. And I don't mean that in an awful way, but it's true. Like you just... you because you might have tried in the past and failed and not kept the weight off you'll just persuade yourself that you're meant to be like that and that you can't do it but if you're going to go into it you need to believe it like you need to believe you can go the whole way and one way that you can do that is just reminding yourself that just because you've done it not been able to do it in the past doesn't mean that that's going to be the same now like when you were a child or a baby and you were trying to walk for the first time you didn't stop after you'd fallen over a thousand times and say right i guess i'm just not meant to walk <laughs> like you got back up and you carried on trying and trying and obviously you can walk today um same with mountain biking think about something like being able to bunny hop if you never used to be able to bunny hop and you kept trying and kept practicing and kept practicing and kept practicing and eventually you cracked it now you can bunny hop same thing with weight loss if you've struggled to lose weight in the past it doesn't mean that you're destined to never lose the weight you can absolutely lose it you need to get yourself into a place where you believe you can do it that's really important so when you've done that the next step after you've set those goals and after you feel like yeah i can do this I would say the next step is to actually measure your pro progress. So first of all, you need to make sure that you don't just weigh yourself. You need to do some measurements as well. So weight is a pretty crappy measure of body fat. It's really inaccurate. So if you're riding lots and if you're lifting weights especially, you're going to build muscle. <clears throat> now what that can mean is that you... As you're losing fat and your weight is dropping from the fat, you're building muscle and your weight is going up because you're building muscle. So I've often had clients where they'll lose four or five centimeters around the belly button, but the weight will stay exactly the same. And that's because they've built muscle and they've lost fat at the same rate. So when you start in your weight loss journey, don't just weigh yourself that's really really important i would measure and i would start off by measuring your belly button your waist so your belly button is obviously as it sounds your belly button measure around and measure your waist and your waist i would do the thinnest part of your body do your chest and the way you do that is by doing your nipple line and um, so measure right around your nipples and around your back that's one good measure to do 
measure your arms. So just pick the halfway point between your shoulder and your elbow. Measure that halfway, just relaxed or tense, but keep it consistent every time and measure that. And if you're a lady, I'd do your thighs and your hips as well because women tend to store fat in different areas to guys and you'll know if you're listening to this and you're a lady, probably around your hips and your thighs because you've got higher estrogen levels. So measure your hip. The way you do that is by standing side on and going for the biggest point around your hips and your thighs measure halfway between your hip and your knee and then measure that point right around. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, got some in my throat. Now what you want to do is You've done those initial measurements, carry on doing them for the next couple of weeks, every couple of weeks at the same time. Don't weigh yourself every day because your weight is unlikely to just go straight down. It will probably go up and down as you lose the weight. So rather than focusing on trying to weigh yourself every day and getting progress every single day, don't do that. Instead, measure yourself every couple of weeks and track your progress as you go along with it because that's like an actual good length of time to get some results and you always have that focus then so when you've done one lot of measurements you can then focus on your next one two weeks away and then your next one two weeks away and it always gives you an aim and it gives you something to focus on i would also if you can try and buddy up with somebody so if you've got a friend that also needs to lose weight have a competition like buddy up measure yourself at the same time maybe meet once every two weeks and measure each other that will send you results through the roof there's like things like weight watchers and slimming world while i'm not a massive fan of them because i don't necessarily agree with the ways that we do it and the massive focus on weight over just over your measurements as a whole one thing that they do really really work for is accountability because you go in and you're getting measured it's one reason that my clients like kind of coming to me in person because they know that they're going to have to see me and they're going to have to be measured and there's no escape. I'm going to come at them with the tape measure. <laughs> and if you do that with your friend, that's a really, really good way of holding you accountable to that weight loss because you've got somebody else to do it with. Um, and, you know, post up in the Facebook group, like join the Facebook group, which just search MTB Fitness on Facebook and join the MTB Fitness members group. It's free to join. Everybody's welcome as long as you're positive and want to be in a supportive community. Join that group um, and then post in there and say you're on a weight loss journey. Like, is there anyone that wants to buddy up? And you'd be surprised, like quite a lot of people will be wanting the same kind of thing as you. But partnering up really, really helps. So, You've kind of done all the foundational work there. You've set your goals. You've seen when you want to lose it by. If you can, give yourself some kind of reward. So last week, a guy posted a um, message in the Facebook group and he bought himself a new, from memory, it was a Pivot Mac bike. Um, stunning bike. And I think he might have lost £30, £40. I forget the exact number. But he basically said, right, I want to lose weight. And when I do it, when I hit my goal, I'm going to buy myself a new bike. Like, that's a pretty damn big motivator. So he did it. He lost the weight. And he bought himself his new bike. There's a great reward. So setting yourself a goal like that gives you something really, really good to focus on. It might be a riding holiday. I'm going to lose this weight and I'm going to book myself a riding holiday. Something big and exciting to aim towards. That really helps. So, you've done all that foundational work. Now what? The main thing is, well, the, the, you want to be in a calorie deficit. So that's the overall overriding theme. You need to be burning off more calories than you are eating. That's first of all, eating and drinking. So the way that you can do that is by 
dropping is by changing your nutrition and dropping your calories. So you need to be eating less and through exercising more. And the exercise will kind of break into a couple of camps. But let's start with the nutrition. So first of all, you need to eat less than you're burning off. That's really important. Now, what a lot of people do wrong in this situation is that they focus on eating way too less. They'll just throw the calories through the floor and they'll starve themselves. They'll be like, right, I'm going to have one meal a day. I'm going to go on a shake diet. That just doesn't work because you end up absolutely ravenous. Like, it doesn't work. You have to eat to, to stick at it. So don't make the mistake of eating far too less. Make sure that you eat enough food. So I would say you want to be eating three, maybe four meals a day. Focus the bulk of those meals around protein and vegetables. And then if you feel you need it, have a small portion of carbohydrate to go with that too. What the protein will do and the good fat. So if you had something like uh, for breakfast and you're a guy, maybe three scrambled eggs with a little bit of feta cheese and some spinach and tomatoes. Um, that would be a really good meal that will fill you up for quite a while. Protein and fats digest quite slowly and they take a while to digest and keep you full for longer. High carb meals on their own digest pretty fast, even the slow release carbs, and that means that they don't keep you full for as long. So focusing on protein and fats and vegetables will keep you fuller for much longer and will keep your energy up. It's a hell of a lot easier to stick to weight loss when you're not starving and you're not ravenous. Like you don't want to rely on willpower, you want to keep yourself full. So a great way to do that is make sure that you're eating every two to four hours, just like having a meal every maybe four hours and you might need a snack in between that if you get starving. Um, and make sure that you're eating regularly because that will keep your blood sugar levels up and it will stop you getting from the point where you're ravenous. A huge mistake people make is that they go riding for three hours and don't eat anything and then they've done a great job, but then they get home and they're starving and they eat the whole kitchen. Don't make that mistake. Another mistake is that they do really, really well all day. They skip breakfast, they have a salad for the lunch, they don't eat anything else and they feel pretty good. But then by the time they get to the evening, they're absolutely starving and they just binge everything and have four bowls of cereal and a massive dinner and loads of chocolate and just eat a day's worth of calories or a day and a half's worth of calories in one sitting. Rather than doing that, um, and that's normal. That's just because your body's been hungry all day and by the evening, it's finally got, a point, got to a point where it needs food. Make sure that you're eating regularly through the day to keep your blood sugar levels up and to stop yourself from getting to that point where you're absolutely starving. Like That's a really, really big thing. Make sure that you do that. Um, that when, you, when you do that, you, what I'm getting at with here, and I'm just trying to kind of think of my next train of thought, is that a lot of people, when they lose weight, they kind of go, they almost go against themselves. Like, they make it harder for themselves out the gate. Like, make it easy for yourself rather than trying to absolutely starve yourself. If you're not starving, it's a lot easier to say no to that biscuit or that packet of crisps. If you're absolutely ravenous, then you're going to eat the bad food. You're going to eat the crap food. So focus on keeping yourself full. Now, one thing you can do is if you don't, there's an app called MyFitnessPal. And what you can do is you can track your calories on that app. So carry on eating normally for a week and write down everything that you eat and drink into that app and keep um, keep a track of it. And then that will give you a daily average calorie intake. So add all the calories up over seven days and then divide it by seven. That will give you a daily average calorie intake. And let's say it's 2,000 calories. What you then want to do is drop that by 10 to 20%. So if you're eating 2,000 calories a day and you're currently maintaining weight, drop down to say 
1,700 calories, and that's your daily aim. And then every day, aim to have 1,700 calories, the bulk of which you're getting through protein and veg, and then small portions of carbs. If you do that, that means that you can, you're only dropping your calories a bit, so you won't be absolutely starving, but you're in enough calorie deficit that you're going to lose weight. And then every couple of weeks, measure your progress. The, the biggest thing is that when you listen to a podcast like this, you can come away feeling really motivated and really like, that's it, I'm going to lose the weight, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to feel amazing for it. But you can kind of set yourself up to fail with that because you can try and do it too fast, you can try and starve yourself, and you just end up sticking to it for a week or two, then falling off the wagon. Take the longer approach, aim to lose you know a pound a week, and try and do it over a few weeks and a few months rather than in absolutely no time because it's easier when you do it over a longer amount of time because you can eat better and it becomes a lifestyle when you're losing weight you're not on a diet you need to start eating like a slim person so at the moment if you're overweight you eat like a fat person um, and I don't mean that to offend you, but it's just kind of the truth. Like you might have biscuits at night, you might drink too much alcohol, you might have two big meals, you might not have a very good breakfast or skip breakfast, and you're in the sort of habits of an overweight person. And to be slim, you need to get into the habits of a slim person. So that's for life. If you want to lose weight and you want to keep it off forever, this is going to be a lifestyle change. This isn't going to be something that you do for the next three to six months. You're going to be eating like this forever. And you need to get your head around that to start with. Um, so from that point of view, it doesn't matter if it takes you three months or six months or 12 months. Because when the weight's gone, it'll be gone forever. Whereas a lot of people want these results where they're going away in two weeks and they want to do a crash diet to lose as much weight as possible. Don't fall into that, that trap. Think about this as a long-term goal and something that you're going to achieve over a length of time and you'll be much more likely to stick to it. But the basics of nutrition for this are pretty simple. Protein and some good fats and vegetables at every meal. Small amount of carbs if you feel that you need it. Um, and then sort of keep a, a daily calorie goal, calorie goal because if you do that, you'll you'll just have something to stick to every day and sometimes you'll find that you need to eat a little bit more to actually hit that calorie goal the one benefit of that as well or another benefit of that as well is that it keeps your energy levels up so if you're trying to lose weight and you're trying to ride good luck going on a big ride if you're only eating 700 calories a day like you're just not going to have the energy to do it so what i should say when you're exercising more if you're going for a three or four hour ride work out your calorie burn per hour on that and you can do that by maybe wearing a heart rate monitor and linking it up to something like a Fitbit or Strava and then that'll tell you your hourly calorie burn and you can eat probably 70% of the calories that you burn an hour so if you burn 600 calories an hour you could eat say 400 calories from a mass about right there and um, so eat 400 calories an hour to keep your energy levels up don't try and have nothing um, or if you don't want to do that, just eat a little bit more before you ride and more after you ride to kind of compensate and stop yourself from getting starving. Um, that's the basics of nutrition. Keep it really, really simple. Um, I do go into detail in this in my nutrition guide. It's only £17.50, available in every country in the world. It's sold in, from memory, I think about 33 countries. It might be more now. Um, it's only been out since January. And it gets really, really good reviews. And in that, I talk in detail about what you can eat to lose weight i talk about everything really what you can eat in general but it also goes into detail on the specifics of what to eat how to build your meals what portion sizes but the basics i've gone through in this podcast it doesn't need to be complicated keep it simple and um, 
next up is exercise so training so there's a few different things you like you can focus on with your training the first one for most mountain bikers is you're going to be riding your bike the more you can ride the more calories that you're going to burn that's first of all the more you can ride more calories you're going to burn win-win and the second thing is kind of low intensity exercise so things like walking commuting to work and back um gardening you know really low intensity forms of exercise and just moving more essentially so if you've got a lunch break going for a 30 minute walk rather than sitting at your desk if you get the bus to work stopping three or four stops earlier and then walking that last bit if you have a job where you're on the phone a lot at work rather than sitting down in your desk standing up and moving around like all those things really help you those are great things you can do to try and increase your calorie burn more day to day so move more and the third side of it which is really important is training in the gym so either join the gym and lift weights or do bodyweight workouts at home and I would do those two to three times a week now if you focus on building muscle for every pound of muscle that you build you burn about roughly 30 to 50 extra calories a day so that means if you burnt 10 calories if you burnt if you built 10 kilograms of muscle you're going to burn 300 to 500 extra calories at rest every single day because muscle burns more calories than fat so that's why the the more muscle that you build, the more calories you're going to burn and the easier it's going to be to stay lean. So riding will help you build muscle to a certain extent, but getting into the gym and doing weights or doing bodyweight workouts at home is one of the best things that you can do because you're going to be building muscle and you're going to be burning more calories. Now, as well as this, the right kind of workouts in the gym or at home will do some, we create something called the afterburn effect. So what that means is that you burn calories whilst you're training but then your calorie burn stays really high after your workout as well. So for the next two or three days, your calorie burning is going to be increased and you're going to be burning more calories for the next few days. So that means if you do weights three times a week, your calorie burning stays constantly elevated. So that's really, really, really good thing you can do to stay in a calorie deficit to keep your calorie burn high. And I would also add to this doing interval training sessions. So you can do these on your actual bike outside of the house or you can do them on a static bike. A couple of times a week, I would do interval sessions. And an example of this is when you may go, you'd have a five minute warm up and then you might do a minute as fast as you possibly can on the bike and then two minutes nice and slow. Then a minute really fast and then two minutes slow. Then a minute fast and then two minutes slow. And you alternate between those two things. I would do that a couple of times a week. Again, that will really ramp your calorie burn for the day up through the roof, but it will also create that afterburn effect where you're burning calories for a few more days. The reason that weight training and interval training creates that afterburn effect. So you create a lot of damage to your muscles um, when you're doing that kind of exercise. Good damage. You break down muscle, you tear the muscle fibers, and your body needs to rebuild after that. And the way that it does that is by using extra calories to rebuild those broken muscles. And again, I don't mean broken in a good way, not like a broken bone, broken muscles as in you've got micro tears in the muscle that need repairing. You've sent a big signal to your body that you need to get fitter. That's great. It helps you burn more calories. So you'll burn fat and you'll lose weight quicker. So doing those four things, so those were riding more, moving more day to day, they were weight training and body weight training and they were interval training, doing those four things. 
they're the main things and you just need to be doing those as often as possible you know if you're currently riding twice a week and you're not doing much else add in two weight sessions a week either in the gym or at home and add in you know four walks where you just go walking for 20 minutes every morning things like that really 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 add up um, and I've got to plug this here because it's like the perfect thing for you if you're listening to this. Um, if you want specific workouts that you can do in the gym or at home that will both help you lose weight and will help you mountain biking, then get on my 12-week training program. Just go to mtb.fitness or Google MTB Fitness and it'll come up and then buy my 12-week program. It's been bought in 43 countries by thousands of mountain bikers and there's tons of five-star reviews on there. You can read all about it. Um, that will really, really help you because you'll have a real plan to dig into and to get stuck into. And you can just combine that with your nutrition to really shred the weight. Um, you'll see lots of reviews on there where people are losing weight because they're nailing the program along with nailing the nutrition. Um, you just you need that focus and you need to train hard to do it. But they're, they're honestly the main things that, that you can do for weight loss. The other couple of things that I would kind of mention now is stress and sleep slash recovery so stress first of all if you're the kind of person that's got a really really stressful job and you're always rushing around and you've got lots to do your cortisol levels are going to be really high one thing that your body will do to try and get cortisol levels down is to crave sugar and to crave carbohydrate when you eat sugar you spike your insulin levels and this brings cortisol levels down so cortisol is a stress hormone that in short amounts of time, let's say if a lion was around the corner and you bumped into it, your cortisol levels will go right up there. They help you perform better in short bursts of time, like to get away from that lion or to fight that lion. They prime everything in your body. But over time, if you've got constantly elevated cortisol levels because you're really stressed out, they actually produce a lot of damage to your body and your body knows this. So your body needs to get these cortisol levels down. So if you're always stressed because you're running around all day or you've got a really, really stressful job, then your body's going to try and find ways to get your cortisol levels down. And one way it'll do this is through craving sugary food or craving alcohol as well. Um, so try to kind of calm down do things like meditating if you're a really stressed out person go for some walks to chill out ride a little bit more and just try and bring your stress levels down because this is going to make weight loss a hell of a lot easier um the other thing i didn't mention alcohol <laughs> that definitely comes into nutrition so if you're trying to lose weight you need to stop drinking and you need to start drinking a lot less like if you're having 10 beers a week cut that down as much as you possibly can because i'm gonna sneeze <coughs> excuse me that was a nice surprise for you if you're in the car <laughs> um alcohol the it's just empty calories you know if each beer has 150 200 calories in it that adds up so much over the week so really try and drop that down as much as you can that's a really really big thing to focus on doing um the other thing I was going to talk about as well as stress, so sleep. When you're sleep deprived and you're not getting enough good quality sleep, that increases cravings as well. So you've probably all got been to that point where it's like 10 o'clock at night and you're really tired and then you start to crave that sugar or that carb hit or that comfort food. Being tired increases your cravings like a lot. So focus on getting good quality sleep every night because that will keep your cravings at bay and that will stop you from getting quite as hungry. It will keep your motivation high. It will keep your stress levels down. So sleep is really important. So 
they're the main things really i think i've probably given you a lot that you can work with there when it comes to losing weight the main thing is to believe you can do it and then just go for it just stick at it you absolutely can lose weight you can 100 do it i'd love to help you like definitely check out my nutrition guide and the 12 week training program just google mtv fitness because if you want to lose weight that's one of the best things in my opinion that you can do to really like to really help you lose the weight and the other thing would be to jump in the facebook group as well so search facebook mtb fitness and just chat about weight loss in there with other members because there'll be lots of people in there who've either successfully lost weight or are currently on a weight loss journey and when you can get around people like that who are positive and are trying to lose weight themselves that makes it a lot easier but overall believe in yourself i know you can do it you deep down know that you can lose the weight and you know that you really want to do it so just smash it you can totally do it make sure you drop me a message if you've got any questions and i want to hear about it when you successfully lose the weight drop me a message in a few weeks time and give me an update about how you've lost it but just go for it you can do it i would love to help you out if i can thanks so much and i'll be back next week with another episode of the mtb fitness podcast go smash it